Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, and it's also a radio show. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Today we should have an uh, open phone line call in if we have a phone number somewhere. It's right there on your thing if you're watching live. <laughs> but whatever our phone number is, call it if you... I think have a direct story to Woodstock Night. If you were there, there's a lot of people that were there that are our age. It, this is perfectly our age for sure. If you were at uh, Woodstock '99, would love to hear uh, from you. Well, after you watch the documentary and you watch any clips of it, which we just did before the show, we watched Kid Rock's performance from Woodstock '99. You realize you don't think about this when you watch clips, but be, they, they did a wonderful job of. Of really telling you how fucking hot it was there for those three days. Yeah. And then you watch the performance and it goes from being like, oh, I wish I was there to being like, thank God I am watching this in a comfortable couch in an air conditioned room. I will say if you're into that kind of music, because it was genre for sure, man. It really it, it led into heavy completely at nighttime all three nights. If you're into that genre of music, maybe never a better concert uh, for that. But... But to watch it from side stage would have been just epic, wonderful. Any part of being in that audience, close, far, and everything in between, looked like a goddamn nightmare from the get-go. That's why I don't go to those kind of things at all. Those giant festivals. Well, well I certainly won't do it in like the... Uh, Ari used to do it, man, in his 40s like that. I'll just throw it out there and be like, oh, we're going to go camp at Bonnaroo. I'm like, have fun, dude. Yeah. Or let's, why don't we I camp out so... a couple nights at Gathering of the Juggalos if they have us on, like the skanks. And I'm like, dude, I'm going that... I'm leaving that night and going to a hotel. Yeah. I'm, there's no way am I sleeping outside. With giant festivals like that, um, in 2015, both of us performed at Bonnaroo. So did Ari. So did Norman, Michelle Wolf, uh, that Ralphie May. Bobby. That year, Bobby Kelly. Bobby Kelly. It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable crew. And you do get preferential treatment you get our artist treatment so you get to skip the lines golf carted everywhere you stay at a hotel stay at a hotel and you could you don't you, camp you, you could watch from side stage you could watch from a, a, a vip area you could you could want to go to the to the music uh to the board with your friends but then a girlfriend bullies you into staying side stage while your mushrooms kicks in you know there's a lot of different <laughs> options that are going on jacob i think jacob i think you'll chime in on this with me too it's just like i can't and i said i it's a, it's a quality i don't like about myself i really don't like 
I admire Ari's like, yeah, I'm going to go to Singapore for two months or yeah. a month, and then it's like, I'll see, maybe I'll stay there, maybe I'll go to wherever, and I'm like, first of all, if I would even, somehow you'd be able to get me to go on these wacky trips with you, it would have to be so... Like, where are we going where there's, yeah. like, electricity and blah, blah, blah? You know, I need like, to charge my like phone. Where? Legit. I'm like, I, Ari, yeah. I need to charge my phone. What were you going to say, Black Lou? Oh, sorry. I'm just not a, I'm just not a that, like, person to do those things. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just not my thing at all. And, and, and I feel at times, I'm like, man, maybe I should be have a little more of that in me. But... And then there's other times where I'm like, no, why do I have to like go? Ah, so what? Three days, dude. You don't take a shower and you shit like uh, on the floor and whatever ends up happening. I'm like, see, I'm a person I can't, where dude, there's no, there's no in between me. And I don't feel like I should be. I don't think I'm an asshole because I want to, but I do wish I had more of like that. Fuck it, throw caution to the wind. Things. I wish I wasn't so anxious about it. However, I just go. Why would I have to do something I don't like? I don't like sleeping outside. At a concert and shitting outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to. Well, that's how Ari got me. about that. What? Having a free spirit, having a free spirit, is something I, I do admire about Ari, but not the actual venues he goes to. I have no regret that I never gave a shit about going to Woodstock '99. Never interested me. It didn't even once because uh, you were you were were you no. down here? Were you in? Where were you at? Yeah, were you in Jersey? Jacob, in the, I know you're down here. Jersey. You're in Jersey, I, and crowd, you. Were... Yeah, that never interested me. I no, wanted I, to. I, I would Roger. love to see Metallica, but I'd rather just go see them at. Yeah. The Meadowlands. Well, here's the thing: when they watch it recorded for television and everything, do you know what I mean? When it's recorded, they did it on pay per view. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying when you see it. We just watched Kid Rock's uh, entrance before we started the show today, and it's fucking awesome. It's a, a the concert wise, watching the concert was awesome. Anywhere I would have been in that crowd, I wouldn't have been like, what an awesome show. I just, I'm too consumed with like, dude, why is this guy next to me screaming constantly and, and like <laughs> trying to start so, mosh pits? Like, so they, so in the documentary Music Box, yeah. Woodstock 99, they do an awesome job of showing that the Woods, Woodstock in 69 and Woodstock in 94 were kind of looked at through these rose-colored lens, like, uh, lenses. Like, they look back at it like it was such this amazing experience, but in reality, they There's had a lot of... shit there, too. Yeah, they yeah. had a lot of the similar problems, but I told... We were watching the documentary. I have never... I, there was just one quick clip of uh, Woodstock 69, and I've never felt more like I knew exactly who I would have been there. Than, <laughs> you than see the guy you would have been? The, I, I know exactly the guy I would have been, which is they, sh- they always show clips of people dancing at Woodstock 69 like this, and they're like gyrating, you know? They're just like doing like hippie shit. There's always a guy near them that's like, all right, all right, and that yeah. absolutely would have been me. Well, I'd have been like, uh, guy, hey, watch out. Let me tell you right what it took me back to, and this is why I, I said it hit me so profound, was I... I was like, I love that music. It's like, and I'm almost going to myself, like, why didn't I even consider going to Woodstock 99? It's like a time that I could have, like, done something like that. Yeah. I could have, The I lineup guess. was right up your alley. For sure. And it was like, yeah, dude, Cheryl Crow, you know. Oh, dude, Jewel? But I was like... Daytime yeah, Jewel? Daytime Jewel. But yeah, no, I, I, it's something I would have been into seeing, I guess. But I'm like, why don't I even consider it? I never even thought about it, possibly. Yeah. Going to Woodstock 99. And it's because... What I would know it would be the same reason when I went to Ozfest every year. I'm like, right, here we go. I'm excited. I'm going to see Manson and Corn and everyone's on the show. And then Ozzy or Black Sabbath. 
So, but I spend the whole day scouting. I'm just looking at people. That, and it's muscly guys, be it short or tall, whatever. Big fucking dudes. Ooh, this is their day. All, they've been working out all year. Yeah. To uh, get a chick, to get a hot chick they could bring to this thing and then just alpha dog the whole day. And I hate that guy because I'm not an alpha, a public like alpha, like lead a charge or a chant at a fucking concert. It's mm-hmm. not my style. But he's crazy. And the guy who's doing that and screaming next to me. And like if I saw a guy like at Woodstock 99, just guys recklessly, I told you, you just found a lot of this to be in the show raged up white guys who break shit and then they all cheer about it. Th- it's like they cheat. It's so... You know where you see The that? culture makes me... I feel like a nervous woman walking you know through that. I'm like, they're gonna... like These guys are nuts, man. Clutching, your, clutching your pearls. Yeah, by, I by hate it. But you know, what, uh, you know what else has that same exact energy? Is when sports teams win championships and cities riot and then you have people destroying shit for cheering where they're like, yeah! And you're like, you threw the post! Thing into the fire. Yeah. Like, why? Because the Blues won the Stanley Cup? Just, exactly. We tore down a thing. We unnecessarily tore a thing down. Yeah. But they do a wonderful job in this documentary of setting up uh, basically how the festival was a, you know, a success the first two times and then the third time. And if you're going to watch it, I would say, you know. Come back to this episode because there's going to be a bunch of spoilers. It is. Um... <laughs> well, we, we do have some callers here, uh, and what's I just want to read the notes are great. It says Kevin and PA went with a group of friends and had some fun. Had some it's fun. like I'm hoping he's not going to go, dude. Every night when you went back to your tent, there was just naked, dr- passed out girls. You yeah, just no, fucked, dude. No, 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 Kev, 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 Dude, whenever you saw a titty, you could just reach up and grab it. And you're like, no, no, Kev, no, no, Kev, no, 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 no. Kevy, Kev? No. Kev? No. Uh, Shannon, Shannon Glazer, of course. Of course she was on stage with ICP. <laughs> I love Shannon. I love Shannon. Uh, she's the best. She was 17 and went on stage with ICP. Well, got to take that call first. Shannon? Hey, Crackle Crackle Gang. Crackle What's Crackle, up? how What's are you? Um, um, you were 17, you went on stage with ICP. Now, didn't ICP in this documentary caught a little shit? Because weren't they have, like naked clown girls dancing? Yeah. So, and often, dudes. I want to point out, I want to point out why you do think it's typical that I would be on stage with ICP. This was first and last ICP show ever. <laughs> I mean, what a what a way to pick one though. Woodstock '99 yeah, might be the best one. ICP show to see. Did you go to Woodstock yeah. for the whole lineup? What? Why did? Why with ICP? Or were you pulled out of the audience or something? Uh, well, no. So I went with some friends, all guy friends, because there were no girls who wanted to go with me. Um, I, you know, Metallica I was way into Metallica and and. Um, Rage and corn and stuff like that, and I also I still love my Dave Matthews band, so I was there for that too. Yeah, yeah. we could have seen all the same um, bands. But- I would have gone with her to all the same <laughs> bands in '99. Also, also remember Metallica was still fucking cool at this band. Put out yeah. Saint Anger yet? Uh they were still cool, but yeah, actually, people were angry about them about Napster. Yeah, but still, it, it yeah. still wasn't. You still didn't hear the Saint Anger round. Yeah. I mean, that was. A- they weren't doing that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, who looks like they yeah, killed it a they, bit they live had, in the afternoon. They had haircuts. They, yeah. They, it was Metallica it was, with haircuts. But they yeah, they had already done Reload, I think, the by yet. then. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. They, so 
So, you know, I hadn't been to a lot of concerts yet. I'd been to a few. So I went with three, well, two friends and someone who drove us. And when we, uh, Friday was when ICP is there. So we got there right when it opened Thursday. Um, How hot was it? out and back. It was awful. And I know that in that they like to talk about like, oh, yeah, all these women got raped because they were asking for it because they didn't have clothes on. It was so hot and everything was on asphalt. Yeah, because it was like, it was held for was, those for those of you who don't know, the third Woodstock was actually held at a military base, and they liked it because of the fences people couldn't just sneak in for which they free had done, for free. The, the big first thing it's right. such even Woodstock '69, like their complaint about it always was we got fucked because people tore the fence down, yeah, and it just flooded in and it became no more cover charges, so they made no money like that, and so now they were like, we're making sure we make our money, which. I get it, just that the vibe of what they made a good point in the documentary, uh, Shannon. I don't know if you saw it yet, but they made a good point. I did. It, I watched it today to prep. <laughs> yeah, nice. But they, but they did say a, a thing like about it. Uh, like the whole thing was like turning a profit, like completely. But the oh, and then yeah. the military, the idea of being on a military base. Yeah. Like they're like, why didn't they just call it like Rockfest? Rockfest ninety nine. Yeah, I think it was actually uh, Moby who was a wet blanket the entire documentary. Moby, we'll get Mo- do not in a- invite that guy for a barbecue. <laughs> Yuck, Jesus dude. fuck, that guy. What a what a fart in the face. The uh, entire man. documentary. Just, we'll uh, get- dude, fucking Fenoy has great terms for this. He goes from a wet firework. Yeah, he has a real dude. wet firework. <laughs> Wait, we'll we'll get back to Moby a little later. But Shannon, in the documentary, they so they talked about the heat and the asphalt. <laughs> And so you, you're saying that, of course, women were naked. It was fucking brutal. I mean, it, and there were just as many guys naked, but, you know, nobody's coming up to rape like big saggy balls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you're right about that. But it, there is it still was some, awful. Yeah, it seemed like it was fucking awful. And you did. So what? how did you end up on stage Friday with Insane Clown Posse? So Friday was actually like a good day. I feel like I got the express like good experience before we left before things went to hell but you know we were there for icp my friends are really into icp and i was listening to them at that point and my friend said they will let any girl on stage that gets surfed to the front and i didn't agree or anything they just picked me up and surfed me to the front cool and, uh, um, good protective having, friends yeah they're like shipper yeah. shipper in having never seen an icp show but knowing their general vibe i just I didn't. I wasn't prepared for what the stage was like. It was like a haunted house, you know. There's all kinds of like creepy shit and clowns. And so the first thing I did was I ran to. They just had buckets of Fago bottles. So I grabbed a Fago bottle, started shaking it up, and just started spraying the crowd with Fago. Nice. And uh, after a minute. Which I'll tell you this, at first, when you get hit with Fago in Woodstock 99, at first it's a cooling spray of liquid, and then within 10 minutes it's just hot, Hot, sticky, sticky. yeah, hot, sticky soda (laughs) on you. It was hot. It was pretty warm. It was warm out of the bottle. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, so Christine, you better bring up the St. Clown Posse's performance. We better see Shannon up there spraying Fago. Oh, Jesus. And you yeah, better be naked, Shannon. <laughs> no, I had cut that. I had clothes on, thankfully. But thank that's God. You were seventeen, thank God. <laughs> Shannon, did so you see any day. horrible? Oh, did Jacob? you see any horrible stuff happen? Like, what was your experience? Um. Well, I see. So, just to finish real quick, the violent yeah. day just picked me up and tossed me off the stage <clears throat> into a security <laughs> guard's arms, who just. 
caught me and said, have a nice night, honey, and just placed me down. Um, well, his name so, is Violent J. Yeah. So it was a pretty good experience. I think as far as that goes, a lot of bad things could have happened otherwise. But so Saturday, you know, there were people playing all day and it was hot all day. And so I was over at that big stage, which turned out to be, you know, where you had Metallica and Rage and Limp Bizkit. And so I was there from the beginning of the day, slowly trying to work my way at the front because I wanted to be up close for Dave Matthews fans. And the second he hit the stage, I dropped. Really? Um, and thanks, yeah, thankfully, like, I'm five one. Thankfully, people saw me because I probably would have been trampled otherwise. They picked me up and they handed me over to security. And uh, I woke up, like, in the medical tent. And I have an official Woodstock medical release form. For oh, yeah. Mm. Did your <laughs> friends take you home after that? No, no. I, I had lost them at that point. So we, that was, by the time I came out, it was like Alanis Morissette before Limp Bizkit goes on. And I just started trying to find them. And by the time I came right back around there, things were really starting to tear apart. And we ended up back at the campsite. But... This place was so big, like, unless you really knew where your campsite was, you weren't going to find it again. Gee, yeah, um, the stages were the stages were a, a mile apart. Yep, and so Sunday morning, we when we started walking around and checking out what had happened, like, Saturday night, and saw that the wall was totally ripped down all the way around the place. Um, and then my the driver, our driver, who was high on mushrooms, Stepped on a nail and it went right through the top of his foot. Jesus fuck. Um, <laughs> and and he was it was from the wall. Like people had knocked down the wall. There were a bunch of nails sticking up. And he was so out of it that he just kept kind of moving his foot. And he's like, I think I stepped on something. Oh. And so he ended up with a, t- a tetanus shot at Wood. Was he Forrest Gump? Uh, I might have hurt myself I on think, over there on that wood. <laughs> I think I impaled myself like oh, Jesus. No. Oh, no. I got the stigmata. <laughs> and this driver, the driver also got us kicked out of Canada the night before Woodstock. Uh, because Canada... Canada called him too shady, and we agreed. Shannon, uh, so they, are you not... kept are, us for a couple hours and kicked me out. <laughs> are you not friends with these group of guys anymore? No, they were like friends' boyfriends back in high school. I mean, I'm 39 now. Okay, so, I was going to say know, because... I was just because, a little bit older than Dan, so... Because I was going to say, that's really like not... Uh, those guys did not take care of you. No. I'd almost have said I, we won't bring... If I didn't think I could take care of you, I almost said I wouldn't bring you. I... I Love taking uh, girlfriends and everything to concerts my whole life, but I mean, it, I, I am, it's not their fault. It immediately, I make it my burden the entire net day. Christine's been victim of that before, where it's the whole, can you see? Can you see good? Where's we? Ugh, God damn it. I, I know you're saying you can see, but I know you can't see, so let's just go. I'm yeah. fine. No, no, no. Let's go over here. There's got to be, <sighs> uh, this guy's banging around. This guy's going to bang into you, so... Switch spots with me. Jesus, fuck, the whole I've time. danced in drum circles. I know All you right. have, but this is yeah, different. The, 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 friends, the two friends who are like my friend's boyfriends, they took good care of me. It was the shady driver who stepped on the nail and got us kicked out, got us denied entry from Canada and everything else. But of other crazy things that were happening, I mean, so, 
you know, in that campground and they really weren't checking anybody when you were coming in. They were trying to make sure you didn't have food and water so they could charge you for food and water. Yeah, which they but made like that said, point. They said, yeah, they said that, that that was like part of the contentious. Like what made a lot of people pissed off was it was clear they just gave a fuck about getting a profit. Yeah, you can't bring food. Oh, yeah. And yeah, $4 so I think waters. we made it in with like a loaf of bread maybe and peanut butter and jelly and we got there Thursday when it opened. So... From Thursday to Sunday, that's all we had for food that we brought in. Jesus. We were just eating like fried food or whatever we could get. But and sad. But Sunday, it was like Lord of the Flies. I mean, it was. It was. They just raided. They just took all the food and water. But also, right next to our tents, though, you have guys that are just cooking magic mushroom grilled cheeses for like ten, twenty dollars, just out in the open, and everybody else is selling beers. So, like, whatever you didn't want to pay for to the man. There was a hippie there selling it to you within three feet of your tent. It was probably shady. You could but, probably, you know, and then you could probably make a yeah, good I mean, amount I of money if you brought in your own beer and sold it. Also, you could probably oh, blow. You could probably a blow a hippie for a grilled cheese magic mushroom sandwich. Easy, at least a handy. Yeah, you could probably trade some sex stuff. Yeah, Nobody that's... wants to do that. But but yeah, and the other thing was people were passing around like joints laced with. Like, I stopped smoking weed for four years because, like, a hippie next to us said, hey, have this joint. And later there was somebody with a snarling, like, mouth on their forehead, like, growling and snarling at me. And I freaked out. Oh, you started seeing that guy later. And, yeah, and he's like, oh, there was angel dust in that. And I was like, what? So it was definitely like at 17, I got pretty much as much out of my system in one weekend that I, and I I really didn't go to festivals after that. It kind of. Sour, yeah. How could it not? It seems like I said (laughs) the perform. Like, like you haven't in in all of this, you haven't even said. I know you're focusing on the bad stuff, but you probably don't even remember like this band was so awesome because you're probably a million miles away or like. Oh yeah. Yeah right. It was so hot, or we were trying to find shade, or we were obliterated, or you know, or it, it, it. there was a lot of aggro energy there. I was lucky with who I was with, but I well, didn't have that energy. But, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few people that had heat stroke there. I, there I saw there's that one guy that died, they think, from heat Yeah, stroke, hypothermia. Yeah, hypothermia. That's a... Uh, um, I mean, man. that was nonstop back there. Was that or overdose? Well, I want to talk about the aggro thing. And, Shannon, thank you for the call so much. Uh, we appreciate it always. Yeah, crackle, cr- crackle. Crackle, crackle. Yeah, Christine, love you guys. Miss you. Yeah, well, we miss you. We're going to be back in we'll studio be back. hopefully soon. Christine, can you bring up that ICP uh, performance? Just go further into it to see if we can see people milling around spraying some Fago. Oh, yeah, I want to see Shannon. 17. 17, long and lean. I am... Um, no, the aggro thing, that's, what I was, that's the whole point. First of all, by the way, I want to say about the Insane Clown Posse performance as we see it here is that uh, Violent J, it's supposedly one of the hottest days ever. Yeah. This whole weekend is crazy hot, and Violent J is wearing shorts and a dungaree jacket, and I can only tell you I know it's because as a fat guy, he felt like that look like made him look a little bit cooler, and he's dealing with what's yeah, happening under that jacket. He's dealing with what's happening underneath that jacket, and that's just lack of self-confidence. Well, that's why he keeps wearing... Look, I mean, Shaggy, too, dopes. Uh, he, he was wearing a like, Superman costume. He's now naked, almost. Yeah, and also, though, uh, he keeps spraying Fago, and it's for a reason. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's the problem. Violent J keeps drinking Vago. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, bro, you're supposed to send it out to the audience. Yeah, quit drinking it. I've been taking all these calories. Go down a little further so we could see if there were, there's people on the stage. There's all the scary stuff up there, which looks like that's... Uh, I mean, that's a giant stage, too. I was cooler than everyone at that jerk-off concert. No. Jacob, it's funny when everyone? it's oh, funny yeah. when ICP's makeup starts like smearing like Ultimate uh, Warrior, yeah, like Legion of Doom. Yeah, where you're like, oh, you guys had a tough match, huh? You, you start guys... seeing on there like, damn, dude, it is hot up there. Oh, well, God. the really? aggro thing—that's what I'm saying. Dude. I really like. I love the music, but I really don't like screaming like shirtless next to guys. It doesn't really—I don't know whatever that bonding thing is. Yeah, I don't get. I like to sit there and bob my head, maybe sing the songs along a little bit. You know, what I mean. Like, if you're with a chick, put your hands on her shoulders. Maybe put your arm over her arm while you guys pump fists. Yeah. I'm okay with all those things. And sing. I do not want to fucking smash bodies with you. And I certainly don't want to hear you just keep screaming and pushing shit and breaking stuff. If you could have euthanized all the aggro shitheads in this crowd the world would be a better place yeah all right first thing you look for is uh hemp chokers if you weren't a hemp choker dude you're outski the only time you're gonna catch them sleeping is during a dave matthews band concert that's when their guards are low Hippending. it was so not dave matthews crowd that he was even like a lot of titties here yeah yeah, this is fun yeah dave matthews in his pajama pants he was like damn i'm getting boned up but also, what was amazing? Uh, performing was to women with that, their tits uh, out while they're getting heat stroke in a boy's, boy's dream. dream. Oh, when you're mouse pitting during a Dave Matthews band song because you ate magic mushroom grilled <laughs> cheese in a boy's dream. When you're the few girls who came who are actually hippies and have armpit hair and don't mind showing your big saggy hooters in a boy's <laughs> Oh, when you get sprayed with Fago and the rest of the time you got to walk around sticky and hot. Smell like pineapple. (laughs) What the hell the hell did they make cotton candy flavored soda in a bar's Um, Yeah, man. The the aggro shit, it's immediately like, I don't don't know. When they're like, it's this energy. I'm the man. And you're like, cool. But the energy is actually, they'd almost be like, why are you so mad, young white guy? He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Both of my parents have to work. Uh, That's why. Because I, I wish we had more cable channels. Isn't it almost what it is? Because like, both their parents had to work. That's kind of what it was. So they were home alone and just didn't really know what to do. Well, they they make, I mean, that's the running theme of the documentary is that this was a time where uh, dudes were angry for no reason and women were being sexualized in a way to make them. But they were genuine. They were real, actual bullies. Yeah. And the the very. Which is weird now in 2021 because now you're watching people get bullied online and uh, the only person in this documentary that deserves to be bullied is Moby because he is I wish he would have I wish Can we bring got, up his tattoos? I wish Can he you look got, up his tattoos? I was so curious yeah. what his memento writing tattoos on his body are. It's he's got neck and face tattoos. Cuz by the way, Moby has an album that is fucking great that I loved in high school when I started smoking weed. Yeah. No, that's Dirty Vegas. Yeah. You're Dirty Vegas. Your Vegas is dirty. I like whispering. Yeah, this one. 
Dude, I used to get so high in the parking lot at Yaya's after I bust tables. Well, Whispering Wind is my jam by him that I love. Love that song. Here's the thing. Just a jerk off. Vegan, Vegan for, for life. life on his neck. Dork. Oh, dude, he really... I don't like this guy. I might buy his album, though. Is it weird that we're going to shit talk him and then I might buy go, go give him money? No, dude. Billy Corgan seems like a next level cunt, and I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Um... But he was in the documentary the whole time. Billy, I mean, uh, Moby is in the documentary. He whined about it because he's like, well, dude, you do electric music, so they had to do it like at nighttime at the raves. I think he's bummed that he wasn't like a main stage guy or something. But like, yeah, well, he was fuck off. clearly butthurt from the jump when you see Moby in the documentary because the first thing it is, it's a clip of him at Woodstock 99 in his bus. And he's complaining that his name this is one not little signage on thing. the sign. And he starts shitting on everyone. That's how you know it. he's butthurt. Yeah. And then, so he's I, like, let's, why, let's find the bands that we don't know. What, Jonathan Davis was great in the documentary because he just described it. He was like, yeah, it was really bad, insane things happening out there in the thing. He's like, now, on stage? Like, fucking rad. It was unreal. I almost went into a zone. I had one of the shows of my career. And he I really just, did. He's like, I collapsed the second I got off stage, and it was just one of the greatest things ever. He goes, now, what's going on out there? Just monsters, terrible people. Yeah, he had the best interview because Jonathan Davis's interview was basically being like, you would. He's, he called it a rolling wave where he was like, the music would hit a little bit delayed the farther it went back. So as it would hit, you would watch like a human wave of like. It's amazing. And he's like, it's insane. He's like, then I just left my body, zoned out, and had one of the shows of my career. And you're like, I can't imagine. And they go, Dude, at one point, I didn't even watch it enough to see it when he's on the floor, like yeah. freaking out on the ground. I wrote to him after I watched the documentary. I go, dude, that was fantastic. The show looks like it was. I've watched your set so many times on it. It's unbelievable how fun that looks, and yet there was so much nutty stuff going on, man. But you were uh, the interview was fantastic, and he wrote back, "Thanks, brother." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most of our text things look like. That noise sounded like this. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, here goes his." I go, oh, "Here comes JD with another diatribe, probably." Like, Thanks, brother. He's probably going to tell me what <laughs> led him to write "Freak on a Leash." <laughs> He's probably going to hit me with some other inside Woodstock stuff, but uh, nope, just thanks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there was there's so many parts to get to in this documentary that were very interesting. The first one was Let's unpack. I really did not realize how much MTV was hated in 1999. So put a pin in that. It's a good full subject to jump into. We should take a break. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Our guest today is the host of the new show, Tattoo Redo, premiering on Netflix tomorrow, July 28th. Please welcome Jesse May Peluso. Jesse May, did you happen to watch the Woodstock 99 documentary on HBO Max? We highly recommend it. Do I need to? Three three main points about giving away a bunch of stuff. (sighs) A lot of of hyped up, angry white dudes. A lot of hyped up, angry, shirtless white dudes. Number two. dating history. Hyper sexualization of women i mean a lot of uh women that were naked being groped and really inappropriate shit going on number three don't be such a prude no no i'm not i'm not i'm happy so happy to so what show are the trailer at all these naked people let's show let's show jesse may the trailer and uh you get to see moby being a real fucking wet blanket right off the jump yeah moby honestly should get raped i mean what a Eminem was right to dislike him as much as he did. I, I mean, thought really, for a long you're like time. Moby. He's like Moby. You want to be a girl so bad? Someone fuck Moby. You want to be a you want to be a chick so not hard? Even, you fucking like, nerd. It's not even. He's just he's just bumming me out, man. Wow, he needs to be I don't skull really fucked. Remember Moby? Is he is he the bald guy with like a yes. weird jawline? He has like a weird kind of like a little got, yes. jaw situation. Yeah. I'm also currently downloading some of his songs, so we're on a real love-hate relationship. Days go by. What was like That's the hot dance for this 90s, 99 oh, Woodstock? I'm picturing is, like... Limp uh, Bizkit. Limp Bizkit, cool. yeah. Limp Bizkit, Corn, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. Is it too uh, late Mega- for Red Hot Chili Peppers? I no, they were there. No, Red Hot Chili Peppers, there. Megadeth. Uh... Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow, Lannis Marset, Jewel, DMX, singing from her van, singing from her van. It's so funny to put that. It's so funny to put that foggy morning tea music on at this fucking hot box of hell. Oh, but Kid yeah, Rock came on at one fifteen p.m. and fucking leveled. Yeah. Kid Rock might have had the set of the whole festival. No, it I was have to cool. say I did his cruise a couple years ago, right, right before. Uh, quarantine. Uh-huh. It was a Kid Rock cruise. It was called Chillin' the Most, but I kept calling it Chillin' the Moist because it was there was a lot going on. And yeah. he was he was a fantastic performer. That's I've what never everyone seen him live. says. He's unbelievable. Fantastic perform performer. He played piano, guitar. He DJed. He rapped. He sang yep. ballads. I'm it, telling you, he got wasted. I've seen him, almost fell off the stage. I mean, he's a fucking rock star. I've seen he him really live. I've seen him live many times. And Christine. I've played his music a bunch, and Christine's always like, she doesn't really dig the recorded stuff at all, but she does acknowledge, like, you gotta see him live. He really is. He plays every instrument. You gotta. Yeah, I want to. He's so entertaining, and he's such a showman, and really a gentleman. I know everyone that everyone wants to talk about political points of views. I don't give a shit. He's entertaining, and he was very classy, and his him and his wife were very nice. And What did that, uh, alcohol. What did that boat look like, though? That audience on that boat? Um, Kind of like if the COVID molecule was blown up to okay. boat size. Okay. Just, just like every very spiny people, very spindly, spiky. spiny people. I will tell you something. Endless tattoos. And, yeah, and of course. Yeah. Just not tramp stamps, but like uh, it's, it's a full passport book filled of tramp stamps on one human being. I would just go ginormous. Yeah. yeah I would ahead. go with a lot, probably with a lot of sun faded tattoos. Oh, you not only tell. Dan, really good, really good guess. Sun and moon combos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I bet there was a ton of 
What's your birth sign tattoos that are just faded into some freckled skin? Oh, the God you smack know, like sun. wavy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like wavy suns. Like Actually, yep. I got really this dolphin on my. Yeah, I got this dolphin with this fire sun. <laughs> when yeah. I was at a God smack show. <laughs> yeah. By a dude. It's a dude yeah. tramp stamp. It was a, a blast, man. It was insane. It was just. It was like right, literally right before the quarantine. It was like one of my last gigs. Damn. It was just such a great send off into this, whatever this is. All right, everyone, though, don't listen to your government and don't forget we'll be back here next year. Nothing's going to so, stop yeah. us. Kid Rock also did the thing where he said uh, all of his concerts, $20 tickets. Yeah, that's great. All concessions are like $5. Yeah, and that's what's All up. merch wow. is $20. That's awesome. That's going to be the cheapest concert ever. He said he's just he said he'd just rather he'll, pr- he'll pr- promote it himself and he's just doing it like that. I'm like that's awesome. I mean, that's great. Why that not? Is great. Why that not? Is great. He's got enough money. Well, he's got plenty of money. He's, he's got, got a beautiful wife. Yeah. He's what more fine. do you need at that point? He literally sh- was up on stage with yeah, just to get naked. in the pit and try to love someone. <laughs> he was naked with overalls with his face hand painted on the denim. All that right. was his outfit. Uh, I bet hand painted or airbrushed. I I thought that, but it was hand painted. I got closer, and you could see it was very Bob Ross. There was layers. Damn. Happy happy little eyelashes know, Kid Rock. and shit. Yeah, Kid Rock happy eyelashes. eyelashes. Dude, Kid Rock is like flea market cool. Oh like, yeah, that is like, a great way to put it, dude. Yeah, he, he's like if, he, the patriot saint of the flea market. I there what he is, but he seemed like he was like the bad kid skateboarding around while his dad ran, tried to run a legit thing in that flea market. Yeah, where he's like, I can't sell you the carpet for that much, Bob. I'm going to get killed on it. And then he was like, <laughs> Hold on, my son's being a real rascal. And he's out in the hall, in the parking lot, going, Get in the pit and try to love someone. I'm going to tell people to get in the pit when I grow up. Hey, kid, you rock. Yeah. And then he goes, That's it. Stop fucking around with that black music, why don't you? Man, I think we are legitimately 10 years away from a Kid Rock biop. Oh, <laughs> man. It's coming. Damn. Uh, Ball- Pete Davidson is going uh, to play Kid Rock. It's be like, oh, 100%. He goes, I don't it's going to be his dramatic turn. He goes, I don't know. Just sometimes I'm up in Detroit and I feel like I'm a cowboy. And it's like, <laughs> cowboy. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to call no. you Uncle Cracker, and, <laughs> and we're going to hire a black girl to be the drum player. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes I feel like ball with the ball. Ball with the ball, the ball, the ball. I get a pinch I love swallow whatever. <laughs> Lauren and Michaels, executive producers. <laughs> ball with the ball. The Kid Rock Store. <laughs> Starring Pete Davidson. Really oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the I, feel like I'm literally, I feel like this is a Patreon episode and I'm like your number one Patreon. <laughs> and at the end he goes at the end he goes, I'm number one. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That he's like, yo, man, that's it, kid. That's the song. What? I was just singing to myself. Ball with the ball the back the back. Only God knows why. This summer. Only God knows why. Do you think yeah. people understand to be like no, not at all. Oh, hey, Palm Wilder. said, do you want to have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Tommy Lee is pretty cool, but I want to have sex with me. I, do you guys know? Do you guys want to meet my little person friend? His name is Josie. <laughs> this is Josie. You can't call him Midget, though. You can't say Midget. That's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Pete Davidson is Kid Rock. If that fucking happens, everyone can have this piece of, this is evidence. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. 
New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada, yada. and bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.